This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. Dear Jake and Amir, what to say to you? I need advice, you have to up my game My barista's pretty cute, I died on the Starbucks floor You dedicated one hour a week To help us out, just you two crazy Jews When you You knock me out, I fall apart I thought I was the master You make up names for all the questions You'll goof and gaff at us You'll even laugh at us Even though most of it is just digression We listen just for you We go down low for you And you give us bad advice If I were you Yeah, you give us bad advice If I were you Christ, that was incredible. (laughs) That was really good. That was was Giordi, G-E-O-R-D-I-E. Jordy with a Dear Theodosia from Hamilton parody. I feel like we can't do a show now. Oh, because it's too sweet? We can't top what the theme song was. Uh, yeah, when you get someone with a good voice to do a parody of a really sweet, great song, it's just as powerful as the song itself. Yeah, good lord. We didn't deserve that. Uh, so, Jordy, if you're listening, so can you do another Hamilton one next? What are we thinking? Uh, Wait for it. Oh, I, what's the one with, um, I want to do the, shit, it's the one that the women sing. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, not, not Never Be Satisfied. No, not that one, but that one's also dope. Uh, <laughs> actually, if you could just do an entire hip-hop parody, yeah. uh, would you, what, what would you rather have, a voice as good as the guy that was singing, mm-hmm. or to be able to dunk? A basketball voice, a hundred percent voice. Really? Yeah. If you can, I can already a... dunk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, voice, that's like... You'd rather have a great voice than like a 42-inch vertical? Yeah, because the 42-inch vertical impresses you. Yeah. And like a bunch of guys that we hang out with. The voice is sort of like universally... He will blow us all away. Dear Theodosia. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely rather dunk. I know. What a great feeling that would be to throw down a two-hand jam. <laughs> I guess I... Yeah. You never see bad basketball players dunk. Like someone that doesn't know how to play basketball, but is six feet tall and just happens to have a 45 inch vertical. So like, I can't dribble, I can't shoot. But if I like have a running start, I can dunk a ball. Oh, that's, I guess that's true. Like a gymnast or somebody else that like needs to jump really high or a high jumper. Right. Yeah. If we can find like a Cuban high jumper that can jump really high, dunk the ball, but can't play basketball. So far off message right now. Sorry. What did this, (laughs) where did this come from? Theodosia? This is your other podcast that you want to host. <laughs> Find a dunker. Would you, <laughs> would you rather this or dunk? Uh, oh, yeah, Jordy. I already said his name. Uh, so what is this? This is an advice podcast. It's called If I Were You. This is the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Josh. We've had a lot of episodes. Not a lot, but we had a few episodes in a row. Guests, uh, live show. But this is the first one in a bit that's just straight up you and I. Back to basics. You and I in a little toy toy shop shop. with a bag Bag of balloons with the money we got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather dunk than do that. (laughs) For sure. 99 red balloons. Uh, So uh, what happens on the show? People will email us. They're in need of our advice. Uh, We do our best to dispense our wisdom. It goes over really well for all parties involved. Oh, you know what we should mention? Yeah? uh, Is our subscription thing. That's true. So we found out recently, we sort of knew it, but we didn't know it was this specific, that uh, if you get, uh, let's say 5,000 5,000 people. Let's say that because we think that's actually the number. Okay. If you get 5,000 people to subscribe to your podcast in a day, you'll have the number one podcast on iTunes, uh, which is like, you know, above Radiolab, Joe Rogan, This American Life, Invisibilia, really important, big, cool, great shows. Yeah. Anybody opening their podcast app for the first time that day will... Basically, automatically subscribe to our podcast. Ac- borderline accidentally. And I want to say it's like we're taking advantage of the system, but it's not like we're making bots that no. that subscribe. We're actually asking our fans who do listen to the show, yeah, to but might help. not necessarily subscribe on iTunes. Right. So let's say we get, in this first day, 35,000 people will listen to the show. Great number. If we get one in every seven of them, you listening to if subscribe you're, if on you're iTunes. listening to the show on SoundCloud or if you uh, listen to it on Spreaker, if you're, yeah. you know, or I don't know how people fucking another do this app, thing. whatever, however you're listening to it. If you go to iTunes.com on your um, browser, if you go to iTunes.com slash headgum or go to the use the iTunes podcast app, the native app on most of your phones, yeah, you can find uh, a link to our show and then you hit the subscribe button. Uh, and then when you subscribe, it'll let iTunes know, oh, somebody new is subscribing. We'll uh, give them a little micro rank. And if 5,000 people do that, we'll have the number one podcast on iTunes. the queue. Yeah. We'll up to the top. <laughs> we'll have a fast pass. We're asking you guys to help us cut. But I think that 
you know, as lo our loyal, loving fans who we adore oh, and yeah. we cherish, yeah, uh, this is a huge uh, boon to us. True. It's like it's like we're asking for money, but not money, but a little bit of your time. We're and asking for growth. Yeah, and this is a, legitimately this is a way uh, that you can help us out and help yeah. the show out. It's a vote of gratitude. It's a vote of uh, confidence that'll give us uh, uh, more exposure, so people will be able <laughs> I, to find the show. I like the idea of everybody listening to our show for the first time and hearing this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how we gained the system of iTunes. So I'm going to delete this, actually. Uh, cut this part out, just because it doesn't behoove us to have it. Uh, yeah, it's... Sh should we call this a moral gray area, or you think it's fine completely? I think it's completely fine. Completely fine. I challenge anybody to think that it's not. Yeah, we're asking already our fans. People are listening to the show. Yeah, we're just saying, if you like the show, uh, let other people know about it. Yeah. Which is what people do sort of passively. You'll hear at the end of the show, oh, yes, rate and subscribe. But that, th those right. two words just gloss over people. Right. So we're, take, we're like, st wait, stop right there. We know you didn't hear that. Uh, really actually really subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> it doesn't actually, for right now, it doesn't even matter if you rate. Just subscribe. It's fine. <laughs> we'll talk about rating another time, guys. <gasps> Which isn't to say ratings aren't good. Let's start the show. Okay. <laughs> uh, so these are real emails from real people. We're going to keep them anonymous, give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. I wanted to Game Boy it up this episode, you know. Oh, the Game Boy. That's right. You wanted the game. I wanted Boy. the game. Uh, but I, I had one question that I think we should answer without the Game Boy. <laughs> Back I go. <laughs> Back into my little cave. Back from whence I came. Why'd my fortress you say my of solitude. <laughs> Why even summon me? <laughs> Uh, this was a waste of my time and yours. <laughs> the Game Boy charges four hundred fifty dollars an hour. The Game Boy is actually a very high-priced attorney. Uh, I bid you adieu. Uh, <laughs> gunshot to the head. It doesn't do anything because he's a robot. Bing. Uh, uh, so I found a good question that I think we should answer. Okay. Uh, before we even get to the Game Boy, which is uh, let's call this guy um, Andy Murray. Andy Murray writes. Long time fan, first time writing in, and I got a pretty simple but surprisingly tricky question for you. My question is this. How do I get girls to like me if I'm simply not funny? I'm a social guy and I have plenty of friends, but truth be told, I've never been a funny person. And I find this has become quite a problem when trying to get the ladies to like me, especially on Tinder. I'm not sure if y'all will be able to answer since it's literally your job to be funny, so it might be hard to put yourself in my shoes, but I'd love to hear your collective thoughts on my predicament. P.S. I moved to New Haven for the summer. What up? And if Jakey has any suggestions of places I should check out, I'd love to hear that too. 203Z. Mm. So, Mr. Waven, New Haven. Do, what's the closest you've gotten to being not funny? Um, I guess there have been a couple times where I went out on dates where people just like weren't amused by my sense of humor <laughs> yeah but that didn't make me feel bad it made me feel like well fuck this person yeah they're wrong i'm yeah. right my jokes rule your jokes drool um i was i sort of had this experiment experience watching batman versus superman a few uh -huh. weeks ago uh where i was like i was like watching lois lane she's in a relationship with clark kent yeah i was like does he ever make her laugh <laughs> <laughs> or do I deserve her? He's, he is Superman, 
but like it doesn't seem like he has very much fun. <laughs> yeah, he's like, got yeah, the weight he can, of the world on his shoulders. He can save the day, but like when they're eating dinner, is Lois cracking up or smiling yeah, ever? They just like are very very quiet. Yeah, so, like I think what a dramatic relationship they have. I, I do, but I mean, there are people like that who are just like, oh, I'm a pretty serious guy or a yeah. pretty serious girl i don't like to laugh i don't crack jokes that's interesting right imagine a serious girl marrying a serious guy yeah which ha- must happen a lot are most people do you think funny or a serious i think most people shit it's probably pretty even because i think but I th- there's like comedians that like us we crack jokes make bits too much right and then there's like friends of ours that aren't comedians but they're funny they can hang yeah most I Most people that, can hang. I think it's like um, even people who aren't funny sometimes have a good sense of humor. They like they know what they like. Yeah. Like I, I think about friends of mine who aren't like comedians or don't even crack like really great jokes, but they have like high comedic taste. Yeah, like, like Ben Schwartz. They think I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Ben Schwartz was one of them for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> like he's kind of funny, but like right. But he's, he's not more always of a doing writer. Like, actor type he is yeah he's nebbish and quiet yeah takes himself very serious (laughs) he's a poet people don't know but ben only wears black turtlenecks when he's out and about in los angeles you'll make a joke and ben will nod yeah that's that's funny that's funny i get like he has a good sense of humor uh but yeah it's weird it's weird to think about yeah some people legit they must go through days without joking or laughing yeah how, what is that? I haven't smiled yet today. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, laughed, like you know, for like, them, I, they look at me and they're like, you haven't cried today. And I'm like, yeah, I People guess. don't cry every day, right? I don't know. But like, I've cracked jokes to, the, to a bank teller before, and yeah. they laugh, and they're like, thanks, I needed that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, you did. <laughs> like, I really needed I that. I needed that. I'm like, well, good, because I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life, baby. It's almost too much. Can you keep up? <laughs> Go away, sir. I can do the huddy duddy. <laughs> I can do the Vince Your card was declined, actually. <laughs> oh, right. You've overdrawn. Giggity, giggity. That's quagmire. <laughs> no, I can't turn it off, <laughs> even if it's just me. Hey, did you get your yuck yuck today? <laughs> I hate myself. So this guy can't make anybody laugh. It makes approaching people hard. I hope he's handsome. I hope yeah. he's like a hot, nice guy. Because I know some hot, nice guys that aren't funny. He must be. Because like, don't you develop humor as like a... a de- like, yeah, only ugly people can be funny. It's some kind of like um, evolutionary thing for like ugly people. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure they can procreate. Yeah. Otherwise, ugly people wouldn't be around today. Because other ugly people. Yeah. The ugly, unfunny people died out in the Middle Ages. Amazing. Yeah, because they couldn't find anybody. With Napoleon. Yeah. But then there's some magic people that are like, oh, I'm a handsome, talented actor, athlete, but I'm also really funny. Right. That's like the Rick Fox. Yeah. And you're like, wait, why do you, you can't be funnier than me and then also be a good everything else. That's a, he can sing too. He yeah. can sing and dunk. Have of you ever course. seen him do He's it? also been on So You Think You Can Dance or oh, Dancing yeah. with the Stars. Dancing so he's a good stars. dancer too. That's right. He can move, he can sing, he can, he can be funny and he can act. And he can fuck. Yeah. He can deep He, he can dunk and funk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do we answer your question? <laughs> Rick Fox is better than all of us. Uh, so, what can you do? What do girls, or I should say, what do people like? Um, if not a sense of humor, I, it is. It is actually hard for me to relate because that's when I had nothing. This is I still had that. Yeah, 
Like when I was a greasy, ugly tween with braces, I still had jokes. I think you just you just have to think about what you are passionate about and what you do like. Uh, yeah, people like gets... sincerity and genuineness. Yeah, and I think there, everybody has triggers that like make them animated and earnest. And so yeah. maybe it's not like you cracking jokes at anything, but maybe you just want to talk to somebody about what are your triggers and you find out what their triggers are. Like, yeah. You, you know, talk it's... to somebody about politics or movies or music. You know what's good is to be a good guy. Like, you know how there's some people that you're like, that's a good guy. He's just a good guy. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of nice people, but I don't know a lot of good guys. You know a good way to be a good guy? How? Is uh, just work on a good laugh. Oh, if people you, like a good if laugh. If you got it, like, you can't fake being funny, but you can definitely fake laugh at other people's jokes. Yeah. And if you are a good laugher, <laughs> and if you, you've got like a big old smile and you encourage people who are funny and yeah. you encourage people having fun around you, yeah. then you're a good guy. Yeah, it's like you're a good team player. You're yeah. a point guard. You don't necessarily shoot, but you can dish it out. And actually, if you don't have a good laugh, we can even, I think, because since we make jokes, we can at least give suggestions about what a good laugh would be. Yeah, sure. So like... <laughs> like if you laugh like a little Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yeah, I like to laugh like um, sort of like a Japanese style porn um, like when, oh, oh, like you're a little ashamed to laugh. Oh, very coquettish. Yeah, a little cute. Yeah. Oh, what about like the the laugh right before wipeout? Like a <laughs> wipeout. Right. Then people can say wipeout, but uh -huh. th that'll be your natural laugh. That's like also kind of like Mario. Hmm. Um, I also like a uh, like a Paul Bunyan. Oh, like a <laughs> oh no, Tim the Toolman Taylor. That's better. Oh, like what? <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's a good, like, gruffy laugh. <laughs> yeah. Santa? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Is that him laughing? <laughs> is ho, ho, ho Santa laughing? Or is that him saying hello? I don't know. I Santa's a good jolly. example of a good he's guy. Because he's not, like, you never see Santa make a joke. Right. But he's just, like, a good guy. And when guy. he does, they're very off color. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty racially, not, like, racist, but racially insensitive. Charged. Yeah. Yeah, charged. Ho, ho, ho. That's really funny. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Santa. <laughs> uh, so be a good guy. Be genuine. Basically, all the things an asshole isn't. Yeah. Like, not mean. That's fair. Who's a, who do, do you know is someone who's a good guy? Billy. Oh, yeah. But Billy's also funny. Billy so is that really funny. Sense. I, have a, I had a friend in high school named Simon. He wasn't necessarily funny, but everyone loved him because he was a good guy. Hmm. He's dead now. He is dead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still alive. Good guys last the longest. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now that we're done with this question, uh, let's bring out the Game Boy again. <laughs> oh, me? I, <laughs> oh, come on, Game Boy. I was Boy. just settling in for my long winter's nap. <laughs> you don't have to be offended. We... We accidentally brought you out a now little bit. Now you want me. <laughs> no, no. All right. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine. We we still want you around, Game Boy. Okay. Because <laughs> you didn't before. We did. We were just... You didn't. I just wanted to get you to that... You summoned me and then you exiled me. <laughs> I didn't exile you. I, I just, was lonely. I, asked, I was cold and I, I was scared. To, for you to take a couple minutes off while we addressed it, a question I thought was pretty yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was pretty but interesting. But now, hey, we need I the Game Boy. I thought it was Boy. interesting how you summoned me and then told me to fuck off. You're not talking like yourself anymore. Oh, me? The Game Boy. <laughs> so the Game Boy is a game that we created, a character really, that guesses. We have an, a Gmail, uh, if I already show at gmail.com, an account. Uh, I can search the Gmail for a word. And the game is, let's try to find a word that's only been used in one question. Uh, now, I, also, I 
I really want to use two words. Okay. I know it breaks the rules. I can do a quote search. Yeah, because so we open can't quote, be separated. And then. Right. Ooh, I'm trying to decide if I want to do run train or ran train. Mm. Mm. Let's do ran train and then uh, see if, if it doesn't come up, then we'll do run. Didn't come up. Damn it. Run train. Oh, okay. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Everybody out there's a fucking herd. <laughs> Because they didn't, they didn't ever uh, group fuck someone. <laughs> yeah, because y'all didn't run. Y'all couldn't run train. <laughs> I guess if you're doing it, then there ain't no problems to be had about it. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> um, fine. My new word is charcuterie. What? <laughs> charcuterie, like a meat it's a plate. cheese and meat plate. Yeah, with some fruit and some crackers. I don't even know how to spell that. How do you spell it? C-H-A-R-C-U-T-E-R-I-E. Charcuterie. Uh, Dab. Nothing. Nothing? No questions about it. Did I spell it correctly? I didn't even look. I, I did a, a Google did you mean search. What do you mean? It auto-filled the correct spelling. And how, how did I spell it? Wrong I don't know. Or? I don't know. if you spell, While you were talking, I did that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Huh, this is a real poor showing of the game. <laughs> um, I'll, okay, I'll think of another one. Um, Kleenex. It's not a word, but I'll search it. Proper noun. Huh? <gasps> one spam and one question. I am the game boy. <laughs> it is bad. I have won the game. <laughs> Yes, dude. Yes, dude. I'm 17 and I master Kleenex writes. I'm 17 and I masturbate a lot, just like you would expect. But what is unexpected about my stroke is that sometimes I get red pimple-like sores upon the areas of my teenage trunk. Dick. These sores or whatever are sensitive to the touch and make it difficult to masturbate when they appear on my penis. Not impossible, though. I showed them to my doctor. I find a way. <laughs> I showed them to my doctor, and he said that since I haven't had sex yet, it isn't possible for me to have any STDs or anything, but this still continues to be an issue for me. Insert whatever name yeah, uh, you two give me, Junior. Oh, I see. It's an issue for me and Kleenex Junior. That's the oh. name of his dick. That's All good. right. It's like a Mad Lib of sorts. Uh, I don't know if I somehow have herpes or something in a miraculous medical feat, or if this is a product of doing it dry. I use a lot of tissues when I perform for myself to the point of creating a makeshift Kleenex condom. Or possibly, this is a product of me being too rough and rowdy with my rutabaga. Should I stop stirring my shake for a while, start using lotion or something, or get myself checked out or what? You already did. What would you guys do if you were me? Side note, I grew up watching you guys and all the other college humor hardly working cast and still go back to the old J&A episodes. And uh, highly frequently, you guys are great and inspired me to be more creative. That's you really nice. didn't need to share that P.S. with everybody. Well, I, I, this is the first time reading the, the question. I didn't know that it would get right. so complimentary. But um, thanks for writing in, P, yeah. uh, Kleenex. We appreciate, we appreciate it. Um, subscribe to the show. Like, oh, uh, you got to subscribe. You Have yet? you really not subscribed? This guy, he makes a little parachute of Kleenex around his dick. Yeah. Sque- it sounds... Frankly, it sounds like you're masturbating incorrectly. He's doing like he's making a makeshift fleshlight. It seems like yeah, with dry fucking tissue. But Kleenex are, can be soft at the very least. It's not. Are you like at least getting yeah paper. the the lotion infused tissues? Yeah. I bet he's not. That could be really soft actually. 
It, uh, no, there's it's no. Still, I mean, it's nobody still pa- teaches it's still you tissue paper rubbing against your dick. Right, but nobody teaches you how to masturbate. So it's tough to say what's right and what's wrong. I I I was taught how to masturbate by whom? A third grade teacher. What? Mr. Melanie. Keep talking. I'm going to call the fucking police. What did he say to <laughs> oh, you? Oh, yeah. I stayed after school one day, and he <laughs> and then taught what? me how to stroke it. Okay, Jake. Just <laughs> keep talking, please. What's We're rolling on this. I'm getting his number. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Melanie taught all the boys how to jerk it. <laughs> he would sit Indian style while we watched and oh, demonstrated. Oh, was the best. Regale us with some <laughs> tales, Mr. Melanie. Oh, am I doing it wrong? Show me the right way, Mr. Melanie. <laughs> Well, we practiced on him. <laughs> oh, my Christ. That's hot. <laughs> yes, dude. Look at all the new subscribers we got. <laughs> and Instantly unsubscribing. Yeah, we're out of the top 200. How do you like that? <laughs> and our podcast is deleted. <laughs> What's beyond explicit? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're masturbating badly. So what would you do? Would you say give it a few weeks off to like recharge, regenerate? Yeah, I mean, and at first I, it sounded like he had like some kind of ingrown hair or something. And you know, I've gotten I've heard of chafing. Yeah, when I when I was younger, I I would chafe. Yeah, and but, it would just burn. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was it was sensitive to the touch. Of course, uh, you want to let the injury fully heal, whether it's chafing on your dick or like I don't know a, a sprained wrist. Right. The worst thing you could do is rush back from injury. Right, because then you're compensating. You're only going to exacerbate if you masturbate. Yeah, exacerbate the masturbate. Or you start uh, overcompensating, and it's like, then you'll injure your balls because you're just squeezing the wrong part. Yeah, yeah, at the bottom of your shaft or just (laughs) your tip. So this guy hit the nail on the head. I think you got to go lotion. You got to go... Vaseline or baby oil, something real, something real nice. I like, I like to do a little Vaseline because that basically heals any. Oh, uh, so your... like, let me put some Vaseline on. Oh, 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 oh dear. Oh, oh, the Game Boy is being born. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> what? Sorry, <laughs> I did ejaculate, and I feel like no. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, my God, man, it'd be so cool if you just ejaculate with one pump like that. Ooh. what's that? Oh, a single pump chump. Yeah. But like masturbating. Mm-hmm. So one thrust. <laughs> you get so hard, so ready that you just go top of the top of the dick. Oh, not even a, a back pump. Just to a the down. Sh- oh! <laughs> like huh? huh? And yeah. then you get like so tight around yeah. the top that like you're gonna slide down like a like a real greasy fire pole yeah. and then just oh oh <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's like uh, imagine a full ketchup bottle. The seventeen-year-old is already masturbating again because <laughs> he t- started thinking about it. Yeah, it's hard to not masturbate when you're a teenager. So try I to w- take a couple weeks off, see what happens. I, a couple weeks. I don't. Your skin heals very quickly down there. You need like <laughs> two days off tops, and then just maybe four days. Uh, and then, you know, don't coat your dick with tissue paper. That's not that hard. Yeah. All you really need is to uh, put it at the part that ejaculates. The rest of your dick can be, uh, you know, not covered in paper. That'll be fine. You need to cut it. Don't cut it. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> your dick is way too long. You need to cut it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> this is a moil coming out for a circumcision. <laughs> His dick is way too long. You need to cut it. Your phone's getting way too long. You need to cut it. Where'd you get this cool rabbi? <laughs> He's really dope. <laughs> he gave my son an infection, but he, 
<laughs> my God, his entrance music. <laughs> he came out to cut it. Uh, all right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back with more questions and answers. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How's that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, yeah. No. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two you minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah, they sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but okay. fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Damn, Daniel, we're back already. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> you uh, only get onto memes months after they're... <laughs> you just stop saying Opa... Opa Damn Daniel style. <laughs> oh, good Lord, no. Uh, we are going to be very soon in Dublin for the first time ever. We're coming to Ireland for the first time ever. No Hurwitz or Blumenfeld has ever set foot on uh, Irish soil. That's... I. I think I am part Irish. And I, for one, I'm going to enjoy a pint of Killian's Irish Red with everyone that fancies who comes to the show. Killian's Irish! (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, now that's a good idea. Hey, <laughs> buy me a Killian's at the pub. And make matey. it a frosted lucky charm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Get off stage. Fair. We don't sound like that. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, for those impressions and more, please check out ifowereyoushow.com or jakeandamir.com for ticket information. We're Dublin, be- London, T-Dot, Toronto. Views. What's that? Views. <laughs> That's my Drake and E.T. impression. If I love you. If I love you. No, it's Drake is, Drake is Yoda. Oh, yeah. Please. May the force be with you. <laughs> Think about to come up for a great one. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always hating? Yeah, what's a Yoda? What's a uh, uh, a Yoda phrase? And then we could put it into a Drake song. Um, use the force, you will. I don't think yeah. that is one, but like use the force, you will. Oh yeah, so like use the force, you will, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do or do not. There is no try. Is that a Yoda? I don't know. Fucking whatever. Uh, so please come out. Those are going to be fun, fun, fun shows. And there's not many tickets left. The Dublin venues are kind of small. And while the British venue is large, we're close to 1,000 tickets sold. So get them while they're not. Get them while they're not. Uh, what else? What else? I don't know. How are you doing? I feel like we haven't been hanging out as much since we don't live together anymore. Oh, yeah. We moved out of our house. Have we talked about that on the show? Already? I don't think that we talked about living on our own now. Yeah. For the first time in two years, Jake and I don't. We're not roommates with each other. More than two years, isn't it? That we've lived together? It's like two and a half, because we moved in together in February of like 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two and a half years. Wow. It's crazy. I we miss were... you, man. <laughs> what? I miss you, dude. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm lonely, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning into a dog. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, laughing. Uh, yeah, man. I fucking love yeah. you, dude. <laughs> I did see you uh, openly weep while you went home last night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what we did was move into two separate one-bedroom apartments in the same complex. Right. So it's the babyest step you can take to not living We're together. not in the same building. Yeah, that's true. It's a two-building complex. Actually, three. It's a three-building complex. Is it three? I thought well, it was two. there are... So one building is... I think it's technically one, like, con, one big... Uh, Long unit? Yeah, but they are, but they're like they are, have different names. It's like I guess it's two different wings. Gotcha. And then we live in two separate one bedroom apartments. Yeah. So we live together but separate. To get to Amir's apartment, I have to go in an elevator, go down, cross a courtyard. Yeah. Go up. So it's you know, it's not okay. I really only see you at work. I haven't been to your apartment yet. Is that true? I don't think I have. Just when we walked in through the for the tour. Oh yeah, there was that inspection. I had a dinner party last night, but. My invite must have been lost in the mail. <laughs> yeah, it didn't come up. To, I didn't even think to invite you. That's funny. Um, Who'd you invite? It was just like a bunch of my friends. Who are, like, I have the same friends as you. <laughs> I know. It was just like Heller and Marty. Uh, those are two my Jesse friends. and stuff like that. Jesse's my friend too. <laughs> and uh, George Basil was there. Oh, Billy you and Adam, good friends. Yeah, Billy and Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Rose. <laughs> she, yeah. We did this game where we were just like saying what, what we it? fucking hated about you. <laughs> everyone, that's not a game. 
everyone did this fucking impression. One guy did, uh, he literally, I, I know I say this a lot, but he was blowing himself and we're like, that's Hurwitz. Do that. <laughs> we fucking like dumped mustard and relish on the guy who we said, but that's Hurwitz. Right, now I'm glad it wasn't there. <laughs> we turned him into a fucking coleslaw. We're spraying mustard and yeah. relish in apartment. <laughs> it was a fucking, it All devolved into train a on <laughs> it devolved into a food orgy of sorts. Wow. We were all so fucking overcome with emotion making fun of you. I watched uh, Sports Center and I cooked a rice bowl by myself. A rice bowl? Yeah. Not even rice, just the bowl. It was just the you bowl. You put a bowl in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> you put like the plastic bowl you drink miso soup out of at sushi restaurants into a microwave and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to cook a rice bowl. And I ate it with a knife. Oh, you ate the a bowl. A very sharp knife. <laughs> But it's kind of it's we're living in like sad bachelor pads. It's yeah, like where divorced dads live. Yeah, definitely. It, it feels a little bit like extended stay motels. Just like stark white walls. Yeah, cheap refrigerators with really light doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thin walls more than anything else. A Way carpet that thin. always seems sort of uh, maybe a little moist. Yeah, <laughs> moist and but also dry and pilling at the same time. Yeah. Have uh, you noticed the tiles in the bath, the shower are fake tiles? Oh yeah, it's, it's just, just plastic it's just a in the shape of tiles. Uh-huh. So it's not real tiles. There's no like, like on the, Are you talking about the floor? No, I'm talking, oh. <laughs> I'm talking about if you go, if you take a shower... The bath and the tiles around the shower are all like one piece of plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the walls are shaped like tiles even though it's just plastic, a plastic right. mold. And then the floor is just a giant flat piece of laminate that's supposed to yeah. look like bamboo. You're right. It's like sort of – it's colored like bamboo, but it's like you can lift it up like a sticker. Have you noticed how bad their uh, system for packages is? No, I haven't gotten a package oh, yet. Oh, it's cr- – I, well, I've basically <laughs> furnished my entire apartment. Uh, using online shopping, uh-huh. I legit ship myself tables, and right? Chair. Like you ordered an end table on Amazon. Yep, yeah. on Amazon, on Overstock. Yeah, on, what was the other one? You got Walmart. your couch on Etsy. Yeah, it's a shape like it's Mario. An artisan, yeah. artisan couch. Uh, but their so their system for packages is they just write it down on like a big long clipboard. So you come in and and I ask if I have packages and they just look through the clipboard and, and it's like five hundred units. Yeah, it's it's five hundred units and sometimes I get like three or four packages. So my name is on there like four different times and they have to go through and it's like a word search too. So like I've missed like two or three packages because they're just like no, it doesn't. There's nothing. And then I'll like ask someone else later and they find my name. It's just a huge <laughs> list of names. You think it would be like electronic or digital? Or yeah, something I like asked that. yesterday. I was like, "Are you guys gonna ever upgrade this?" And they said, "Yeah." <laughs> good enough for me <laughs> all right back into my sad little cave <laughs> as long as you say yeah i'm sure that's fine but living downtown is really nice yeah living downtown is fun and then uh i guess not living together is healthy too yeah now when we tell people we don't live together people are like oh that's normal whereas people before usually like, assume you guys live together yeah before people assumed that we didn't live together or they'd make they make a joke out. like yeah they live together and we're like we actually do live together oh my god is that all right yeah Oh, I thought you guys were in your 30s. No, yeah, we are. We are. Mm. We are. We are. We do. Yeah, we are in our, yeah. Do you feel like, are you going to move out of this apartment? And Like, are you trying to leave this apartment to move into, like, a real place? I don't know. I'm kind of lazy, so I enjoy the convenience of it living so, in a, a so close convenient. but shitty apartment. Yeah, and I don't want to spend any more money on rent, right. so I'm not going to get a better place. Yeah, and moving costs money. Oh, moving is the fucking worst. Yeah, if you don't, if you if you just don't have to move again, you should do that. I think that was like the. I feel like I've 
gotten mature in the last few years because I used to just not care about moving. Oh, I was just like, oh yeah, I'll move, whatever. Yeah. I'll fucking that, yeah, I'll beast mode. <laughs> just, oh yeah, I don't like this apartment anymore. I'm gonna fucking move. <laughs> and now just, oh, I'm move. tired. I, I mustn't move. Can't, and now I finally have like money to do it. Yeah, you, you just pay other people to move, and it's but still even hard. That's fucking annoying. Uh, all right, uh, let me rant let me over. <laughs> Hashtag and rant. <laughs> what? Nothing. I uh, was trying to think of the uh, the HTML for it's like a bracket. Oh yeah. Close rant. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hash uh, slash rant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me think of a question. Let me think of a word that I can search. Uh, I got a good one. What's that? Goggles. Oh, I do like goggles. A goggles question. Oh, I bet you're gonna see a lot of beer goggles. Uh. Oh yeah. There's a question we answered. Uh oh. <gasps> I might have what do you consider a question there's two questions but one we already answered. Ooh. I'll call that a win. You've won the game. <laughs> the game is now tied. Uh all right, great. Uh let's call this this his email subject is will alcohol always fix everything. So we'll call this guy The answer is yes. <laughs> we'll call this guy Will Alcohol. Ooh, I like that. It's kind of cool name. Hi, Jake and Amir. So I've recently realized that every time I hook up with a girl, I'm always drunk. I don't know why I am starting to feel guilty about it. Maybe I'm jealous of the inner Casanova that the alcohol opens inside me. I know what must be happening is that I, uh, it gets the inner confidence and not give a fuck swagger. I also think I may have a face that is extra affected by girls' beer goggles. Is that a thing? <laughs> How do I channel my drunk game into my nober, normal sober game? Love will alcohol. Okay. He's got a little self-esteem issue. He thinks he has a special face that, in, in, not as ugly or hot, but improves a, a great amount when other people drink and see him. Yeah, I know everybody looks better when people are drunk, but I think I look extra good. Good. It's, My face it's, it's is It's an just, insult and a compliment. The angles are all right for blurred <laughs> vi- vision. Yeah. Or, yeah, he has, like, very uh, small blemishes that <laughs> sort of, when you take your glasses off and put on beer goggles, uh, disappear quickly. I, yeah, it seems like if you get used to doing anything, you're just out of your comfort zone when you change it up. Like, right. if you go out and you drink and you meet people, and that's, like, the way it's always been done. Yeah. And... Then all of a sudden you you're trying to change it up and do something sober. It is a little it's a little giant. It's a little scary. Social lubricant is a great name. Like that's very it's very visceral and true. Like just talking to someone sober and like having people meet. It feels like sandpaper is like grubbing up against sandpaper. And then right. you add alcohol and suddenly things are moving a little fluid. It's a little easier. Things are slick. Not unlike the fake tiles in our bathroom. Yes, that's just true. very shiny, slick, and slippery. So how? But how do you? Transition. Uh, I think what helps is being growingly sober with someone. So first time drunk, second time a little less drunk, third time sober. Suddenly you got good sober game. Then you go to the next person, drunk, then sober on the second one. Then maybe you can start dealing with people on a more sober, sober level. So it's, it's as with everything, you want to transition, crossfade, dissolve into uh, the ability to uh, speak, interact, and socialize. 
what you call a normal sober game. Yeah, I think it all comes down to, I guess I don't know if I completely agree with the, uh, you know, the 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 rungs you've laid out. Yeah, like, I think it's a rungs. I, I think it's more... Two of, rungs do make it right. Mm-hmm. That is your slogan. Mm-hmm. You're wearing that shirt. My my latter company. <laughs> uh, Not my former company, but the latter company. Two rungs nice. make it right. Nice. <laughs> you make very short ladders. That's right. <laughs> Stepping stools, mostly. Anyway, can I party? <laughs> can I trouble you for a toilet? <laughs> it's just that it's very hot out. I'm selling incredibly short ladders, and I haven't been able to take a shit in quite some time. I am prairie dogging to say the most. <laughs> and here we go. Out it goes. Prairie dog is on the loose. <laughs> oh, can no. Can I shake it out on your stoop? <laughs> I assure you, it's already trickling down my calf, and here it goes. Very good. As you were. Cheerio. <laughs> Wait, come back. I want the ladder. <laughs> Amazing. A thousand dollars. Never mind. I think uh, there. It's it's all about. Well, you want to be responsible with alcohol anyway, but it's really about like staying inside your comfort zone and. You feel more confident when you've had a little, as the as you've said, social lubrication. Duh. But the other thing that makes you feel comfortable and confident is being around people that you know and enjoy. So going out with your friends and being affable and you sort of feel like you're, um, you know, when you're with a big group of people and you just feel like you own the bar and you feel like, oh, this is cool. Like yeah. everybody wants to talk to us. We're having the most fun. When you're on fire, when you're yeah. having one of those nights. Those are the situations that you want to find yourself in. I feel like that transcends alcohol. It's just like camaraderie and people having fun. Yeah, it can also be like different drugs. Like you don't have to do alcohol. You can go out right. and shroom or... <laughs> you don't have to. What? It, the rungs always <laughs> involve two drugs. <laughs> a shroom and a pill. Any shroom and pill. I took a pill and a bead. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> and, I, and I can dunk. <laughs> to show a Vici, I can dunk. <laughs> uh, all right. You got uh, one last uh, word? Um, subscribe to the show please like just subscribe to our podcast it's a button that makes it so we're famous again Uh, subscribe to the show please (laughs) please (laughs) why you always hate please um yes i've got one okay trout huh that's right trout like the fish (laughs) you loser (laughs) Is there one? <laughs> uh, ooh, interesting. <laughs> what? There's three questions. One of them is in our two answer. Interesting. One of them, his na- name has trout in it. Mm. <laughs> so do you want to answer the one that's in our two answer? The one that has never been read or the one where trout is in the name of the man? Oh, I don't know. Good lord. <laughs> They're all so ticklish. They're all so different. I want to do the unanswered one. The one that we've never opened. But we read all of them just to me later. What? <laughs> I just want you to read all of them to me later so I can satisfy my curiosity. Like later tonight or? Yeah, tonight you can come over to my house and tuck me in. <laughs> Mr. Maloney, my <laughs> third grade teacher, was actually going to come by and see, uh, sort of check on my masturbation progress. Well, I live with him now. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, see? He's my bed, see? <laughs> I sleep on his body, yeah. <laughs> I murdered him when I was 19, you see? Oh, I taxidermied his body and he's my bed, he see? He scored me for good, you see? Oh, I made it so his dick's always hard and I yeah. sleep on that, you see? You see? I sleep with his dick in me, his taxidermy yeah. dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see? Dear Jake in the mirror, I was dating... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Subscribe to the show. <laughs> I was dating a woman for 10 years. 10 years. And we recently broke up because she made me miserable. You know how it is when you've been together that long? The thing is, when we had sex, she would moan and groan about how big my unit was. She would beg that I only put it in just the tip because she couldn't take it. And the sex was amazing because of this. I felt like a stud with a giant hammer. She was the only woman I've ever had sex with until we broke up, and I met a new woman who makes me happy in so many ways. The only problem is, when we had sex for the first time, the new woman was taking my shaft with ease and kind of a nonchalant attitude. I was shocked because I was so used to thinking I was like a horse. I asked her if she enjoyed the intercourse, and she said yes. I asked her if I, have the, if I was the biggest she had ever been with, and she kind of laughed and said I was average i have been walking around the gym naked all these years whipping my dick in bars just to, uh do silly dick puppetry thinking i was hung my confidence is shattered my question is should i get back with my ex who makes me feel like i have a giant trouser trout boom but in every other way it makes me feel miserable or should i date this new woman who makes me feel like i'm humping her with a breakfast sausage but makes me happy in so many other ways. Thanks, Dan. That's a great question. Yeah, that is for a great random. question. Holy shit. We should fire our interns for not having found that. Oh, come on. We should 50, fire them 000. all. How many emails are we down to now, by the way? 14.4. Wow. No. Not fast enough, kids. Hum. So this girl makes him miserable in every other way, except for thinking that his dick is big. Or this new girl who called his dick average, but is great in every other way. We happen to have a lot of questions like this, where the choice is between two bad situations. And I, I don't think that the, that the girl that he likes, I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, like The one that he likes and doesn't make his dick feel big. To me, it's, it's like clear. 400 pros and then like one fine thing. Her it's a massive is average. Con. Or like all cons and then... It's a huge con. The opposite of the size of his dick. He's saying calling his dick average size is a huge I mean, that's con? Like, yeah, it's... It, it, but you can only be with people that think that want your dick to be big? I don't think that... For, well, everybody thinks my dick is fucking huge, so I haven't had this problem. That's awesome, dude. I know, dude. You can't relate. I know, dude. I love I can't that. Relate I can't even answer this question because it's about a guy whose fucking hog is into a huge. <laughs> I can't even read the question because my <laughs> cock is blocking the screen. I'm cock blocking myself, but I got like a, every forty-inch cock. I feel like every guy, if given the choice between like a slightly smaller than average penis where they could have sex with everybody <laughs> and it would be fine, or a dick that was so big that they. <laughs> could only like get half of it inside anyone that doesn't sound basically cause pain uh they would i think i think the vast majority of dudes would choose ginormous dick doesn't it seem like if you can only get just the tip in that's not good why does he prefer that uh i mean like he, i'd rather be able to 
slide into the DMs, or in this case, the VMs. What's the VM? <laughs> Vagina monologues. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the rationale is. There must be some kind of type of like you need to cut that, it. Oh, the, like the male psyche that's like oh. we just want to have massive painful cocks. <laughs> I do. I don't want a massive painful cock. I think slightly above average is the best size peen. You'd rather uh, you'd rather be in the 99th percentile? I am peen? in the 99th percentile. I can't even say anything lower than that because <laughs> my dick is so big. I don't even know a number less than 99. You'd rather have a 12-inch dick I do than have a, a 6? <laughs> <laughs> What's the question, dude? <laughs> Would you rather have... A 12-inch dick. You mean the dick that I have, or what? <laughs> or be able to sing really well and dunk. <laughs> Shit. Dear Theodosia, I can dunk, dunk right now. No. I... A two-hand jam will never fit so my this, dick. This, <laughs> this probably came about because maybe your girlfriend had a smaller vagina. Um, or maybe this girl that you're with, ha- I mean, everybody's different shapes and sizes. So your dick might be big relative to somebody that, uh, like your ex had, you're like, you know, had seen before. Maybe she hadn't seen a penis. Maybe this girl that you're with now is like had sex with a guy with a big penis. So you seem average or less than average, but the point is how it feels and the problem, I guess, is that because he feels like his dick is small, he's... Your basic- dick is small. Huh? Your dick is small. My dick's fucking... <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to get into this right now, but I have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big penis and you have a string penis. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing you could do is maybe say something like, hey, I- that's so fucking lame. Yeah, I think you. I think just whatever. I don't think it's bad to have an average sized dick. I think that's fine. That's it's literally fine because it's average. Mm, I, and I, I know it sounds like I have an average sized dick, which I don't. I feel like people are smart enough now to be like, if if someone is insecure enough to ask, like, "Hey, is my dick big?" and they say it's fine, they they mean it's less than. Or I mean, I don't even know what the motivation behind it is. Just lie and say that it's big. You, oh, you're giving advice to the girl now. <laughs> Don't ever tell me that I, my dick is average. I think that this guy should look up other dicks, yeah. measure himself, see if see if in his eyes, how does he measure mind, up? Yeah, like is your dick big enough for you? That's all that really matters. Because if you got the confidence to use it real well, yeah, dude, then you'll be good. The confidence, and then also just know that if somebody the makes dignity. you feel. Yeah, the dignity. If somebody makes you feel less than... Lesser than or equal to. There are other people out there. You don't have to go back to the ex who thought your dick was big but you hated, and you don't have to be with somebody that you mostly like but makes you feel inadequate sexually. There are are other people, and that's what growing up and being in relationships is. There's somebody out there that will make you feel like a Casanova and also is uh, emotionally and intellectually engaging. They do, yeah, okay, that's good. Um, Thanks. Side question? Yeah. You have to choose a vegetable that your dick is shaped after. Sure. Worst one is probably edamame, the snap pea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It is thin, it is tri-bumped, it is salty, and it is furry. That is true. That is true. And it's hard to get all the juices out of it. Carrot? Yam? That's what's good? <laughs> yeah. Like something long and thick. Like a carrot what's, or a what's yam. More th- th- 
carrots are thin. <laughs> uh, what, is, what size is your penis that you would rather? You're thinking of a baby carrot. No, I'm thinking of carrots in general. You're thinking of a the circumference a fucking, of a carrot. I said a fucking They come to a goddamn potato, point. Have you seen? bitch. <laughs> you couldn't think of cucumber? What? Cucumber, <laughs> a big, thick, watery cucumber. My, th- That's my what dick, my dick is actually, looks like. My dick is actually a fucking parsnip. Yeah, dude. well, my three watermelons. In a fucking row. <laughs> but on but on but don't. That's actually really yeah. that's way, and pumpkin way, way nuts. <laughs> pumpkin nuts. That's right. Jack o' lantern nuts. I have got two fucking pumpkin nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like little like decorative little gourds. Not you- little. Not little at all, the kind that win the state fair. The blue ribbon pumpkin balls that come in on a wheelbarrow that grow all lopsided and strange because they can't stand their own weight. Yeah. Elephantitis of the shaft and balls. Oh, gross. Luckiest man in the universe right here. Who? Me with a deformed cock yeah, that's bigger than a cock. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. The size of a small little Fiat. Yes, a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, if you have your own theme songs, your own questions that you want to get it to, uh, the email address for everything is if I read show at gmail.com. The opening one was the Dear Theodosia parody Dear written by Giordi. And then let me look up this guy's name. While he's doing that, y'all remember, if you haven't done it already, we've reminded you a few times, but we appreciate you subscribing. And you know what that does? That just uh, tells iTunes that you want to uh, download the episodes as soon as they come out. And hey, it's good for you. You don't have to download. I stream when it comes out. Uh-huh. I don't download shit to my phone, but I still get push. I still, I still get the the podcast showing up in my feed that I subscribe to. And honestly, not every one of you has to do it, but it really has to be one in seven. So if you can, if you can make that happen, we would, we would appreciate. It. And then, and then keep it, keep an eye on the top podcasts on iTunes. It. See if this experiment works. Let's see if we climb up the charts. Uh, it would be sad if we um, <clears throat> don't. Yeah, don't. Uh, if we're a shoot rather than a ladder. Uh, Paul Balzer is the rap at the end of this. Cool, uh, Paul Balzer. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Giordi. Thank you, you guys, for listening. Thanks to Jake for co-hosting. <laughs> Thank you to me, most of all, for being the host with the most. <laughs> so you- I'm the co-host and you're the host? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Whatever. You said thanks to me most of all. <laughs> Did <laughs> I? I sort of lost myself in what I consider to be the truth. Uh, Coolio, we'll see you next Monday. Peace. Later. Yo, 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 DJ Shmoo on the house, in the line. Mm. Turn it up. What's down, my friend? Check in a man, but if you do, do, then you must already know about that dope fucking podcast. That if I were you show, the anonymity is so sick. Two TV can suck it. Jake and Jocelyn on the mic to buzz Quick fuckers in the face with them chuckles It's getting laced with the real advice On how to seize a fucking cheese, you bitch To seize it twice So if you do not know what to do I'd straight up shut up, listen up, that's what's up Cause this is Shmuel And Jake too That was a HeadGum Podcast <laughs>